Ma'amar Belelia de Kala. And this is what it says. Rabbi Shimon, Hava Yatev Velaeb Oraita. Belelia de Kala, it habrat Babaala. The Taninan call Inun Havaya divne he Kala de Kala. It's Tarihu Bahi Lailia de Kala. Is Damnat Lemheveli Yoma Ochra, go Hupa Babaala. Lemhevei ima kola hu leilia. Unemechedei ima bitukunaha dihi itat kanat. Limilei baoraita. Mitora nenviim. Umeneviim liktuvim. Ubemidrashot de karae. Ubrazei de hochmata. Begin de ilain inun tikunin dila. Vetachitaha. Vihi vul leim taha. Alat vakaimat al reishehon. Vitaknat behu vachadat behu kolahu leilia. Ulioma ochra lo alat lechupa ela bahadayu. Vilain ikrun bene chupata. Vekevan de alat lechupata. Kodeshbauchu shael alayhu umavarechlon umaterlon. Vitrahad hala zakaa chulkehon. Now that is the Aramaic of Rabbi Shimon, then we have Rabbi Ashlag himself. Um, Now, Rabbi Ashlag always starts his commentary with a translation from the Aramaic to the Hebrew. Okay, so, Rabbi Shimon, haya yoshev v'oseik b'tora, belayla shebo hakala, shehi malchut, mitchaberet b'baala. שלמדנו כל החברים שהם בני היכל הקלה צריכים באותו הלילה שלמחרתו ביום השבועות הקלה נועדת להיות תחת החופה עם בעלה להיות עמה כל אותו הלילה ולשמוח עמה בתיקוניה שהי מתתקנת בהם דהיינו לעסוק בתורה ומתורה לנביאים ומנביאים לכתובים ובדרשות המקראות ובסודי החוכמה משום שאלו הם התיקונים שלה ותכשיטיה והיא הקלה ועל מותיה, באה ועומדת על ראשיהם, ומתתקנת בהם, ושמחה בהם כל אותו הלילה. ולמחרת, ביום השבועות, אינה באה לחופה אלא עמהם. ואלו, החברים העוסקים כל הלילה בתורה, נקראים בני החופה. וכיוון שבעל חופה הקדוש ברוך הוא שואל עליהם ומברך אותם ומאתר אותם ביתרותיה של הכלה אשרי חלקם. אוקיי. רבי שמעון was sitting and occupying himself with the Torah on the night in which the bride, which is the Malchut, joins with her husband. And we learned that all the companions which belong to the temple of the bride need to be on that night 
the the following morning, the following day is Shavuot, and the bride is the, um, appointed to be under the chuppah with her husband, to be with her all through the night, and to rejoice with her in her tikkunim, uh, her rectification, she mitakenet him, which she is rectified with, that is, by occupying themselves with Torah, and Torah and the prophets, and from the prophets to the writings, and the Midrash, and the inner meanings of the Torah, the Kabbalah, because these are her tikkunim, these are her rectification and her jewelry. And she, the bride, and her handmaidens, comes and stands over them, and is rectified by them, and is rejoicing in them all through the night. And the following day, which is the day of Shavuot, she only comes to Chupah through them. And these, the companions who occupy themselves all through the night with Torah, are designated as the Bnei HaChupah, and since she comes to Chupah, the Kodesh Baruch Hu asks after them and blesses them and crowns them with the crowns of the bride. Happy is their portion. First column on the right, where it says Bior Hadvarim. Yes. Right. Now this is where Rabbi Ashlag is going to explain the words of Rabbi Shimon. There are two explanations in this, but both of them actually have the same root. Aleph. Aleph, for the days of the exile are called night. For this is the time when God's face is concealed from or hidden from the children of Israel. And then all the forces which work which separate us, which separate the servants of God, are operative. Nevertheless, it is Dafka in that time that the bride joins with her husband. Through the Torah and the mitzvot of the tzaddikim, who are designated in that time by the name of the ones who uphold the Torah. V'kola madregot ha'nizkavot 
הנקראות רזין דאורייתא, מתגלות על ידיהם. כי על כן הם נקראים עושיהם, שהם כביכול העושים של התורה. And all the high lofty levels which are called the inner meanings of the Torah are revealed through them because therefore they are called the, the ones who make them and they are as it is the, the makers of the Torah. V'nimtzah שימי הגלות נקראים לילה דקלה התחברת בבעלה. And we find that the days of the exile are designated as the night of the bride which joins with her husband. וכל אינון חברי דבני החלה דקלה הם התומכין דאורייתא. And it is the night in which the bride joins with her husband. And all those companions of the temple of the bride are called the upholders of the Torah. Masadorata. Orata is, uh, is the Aramaic for Torah. Okay. Right. Now, we need to look at this because this is really powerful. So, the days of the Galut are called the night. Okay. Now, the Galut is not just, you know, the exile from Egypt or the exile that we were in for 2,000 years, the physical exile, but it's the inner exile where we can't see God, where we're separated from God, where we don't understand how God is acting in our lives. Okay? And it's very hard for us to connect with God. And the means through which the bride, that's the net and shama, connects with God during this time is through emunah, through faith. Because we can't see God. We don't understand how he's acting. We can't understand. We can't see. It's not in our knowledge. It's not in our experience. The only way we can come to God is through faith. But faith is very difficult because faith is not... In our nature, our nature is the will to receive. And the will to receive, as it expresses itself in our thought, is that we want to know. We want to understand. <laughs> That's how the will to receive expresses us, is itself. It's... We want certainty. We want everything, you know, we want to understand why we're doing things. We want to understand what is the meaning of our lives. We want to understand why am I suffering? We want to understand why is the suffering in the world? We've talked about this a lot. We want to know. And it's very hard for us and to, to, because we don't know. 
And so the, this desire to know is a will to receive. But the will to receive, which is part of the process of creation, there's a problem with it. And the problem is, is that it's receiving. Whereas the desire of God is to give, is, is giving. Now, in the actual level where the purpose of creation comes forth, which is called the Ein Sof, that's not a problem. We say, Hu Ushmo Echad. He and his name are one. So even though God is giving and the vessel is receiving, that's not a problem. The problem arises not in the Ein Sof any longer. We're in the development of the souls. And if we use our will to receive, when we're receiving and God is giving, that causes us to be separation because a difference of desire in spirituality causes separation. So if I'm wanting to know everything, if I'm wanting to use my will to receive, I'm separated from God. That's only one way. There's other ways of being separated, but we're looking at the moment just, just at that. There's other, the the, the of, of the heart, the, the heart, you've got what's called Liba and Mocha, the two main ways in which the um, will to receive expresses itself. Mocha is it wants to know everything and Liba, it wants pleasure. The, the, the person wants to sense and feel pleasure. Okay sensual pleasure and this is the way the will to receive expresses itself in us it's natural but it causes a problem because it's separating us from God because he's only giving and here we're just wanting to receive so in order for the soul to join with God during this period it, we have to come using a different way. And the different way is Torah and mitzvot. Torah and mitzvot gives us a way to correct our tendencies of receiving and want to learn how to give. Okay? Now, Torah means we come to God through faith, that is, even though I have, you know, I have my, my knowledge, my rational knowledge, the way of Torah is through faith. And faith is a higher paradigm than knowledge. And the mitzvot also put limits on our sensual receiving. And they guide our uh, desires in ways which will connect, which will be giving, which will be giving, which, re, which stop us receiving in ways which are harmful for us and help us learn to give, give to our fellow man and give to God. So let's look again at this paragraph that in, in bearing that in mind. I'm 
ex- explanation, I'm starting from the beginning of that, of that paragraph, Biohadvarim, there are two explanations and they both come on the same root. One, for the days of the exile, which is called night, is the time when God's face is hidden from the children of Israel. That is, we don't see God clearly. And then all the forces which work on the servants of God to separate us, like our will, that is our wills to receive, are, are, are operating. Nevertheless, it's in this time that the soul joins the bride joins with her husband. That's the soul joins with HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Because this is when she is able to give. You see, if we were receiving from God in the way we would like to, we wouldn't have an opportunity to give unconditionally to God. It's, it's through our making these huge efforts in our life where God is hidden from us that we are actually making, forging the bonds between us and God. Okay? And this is through the Torah and the mitzvot of the tzaddikim. That's all those who are trying, okay? Now, Rav Ashraq tells us that the tzaddik is not just, you know, the great tzaddik who's got there already. It's all those who are trying to be, to come to God. Doesn't matter if we haven't got there yet. But we're trying. Okay? He's, you know, he's on the path. And these people are designated during that time when they don't see God, but they're trying to come to God. These people, through Torah mitzvot, are called the upholders of the Torah. And not only that, but all the lofty levels which are designated as the inner meanings of the Torah are revealed through them. Because it's through their efforts of giving, of of working against themselves, of coming through emunah and coming through, through, through the Torah and coming through the mitzvot, that they are designated as the makers because it's as if they are the makers of the Torah. And we find that the days of the Galut, which are designated as the night of the bride, is when she joins with her husband. And all have the companions of the temple or the household of the bride are those who uphold the Torah. Let's move on. Ulachar gemara tikun vagula shlema shu soda katuv vahaya yom echad hu yivadal Hashem lo yom velo laila vahaya leit erev yihye or that's from Zechariah. And it will be at the Gemaratikun and the perfect redemption, which is the inner meaning of the scripture. And it will be one day, and it will be known to God, neither day nor night. 
and it will be in evening time, and it will be light. Zechariah 14. And this is what it says, that the bride is invited to be on the following day, uh, sorry, who shall the kala is damnat lahave liyoma achra go chupa babaala. That the bride is invited to be, or is appointed to be, sorry, is appointed to be on the following day under the chupa with her husband. So in the Gemara Tikkun and the perfect redemption, as the min- inner meaning says, it will be one day known to God, neither night nor day, but towards the evening it will be light. In other words, it will all be light, all be open, all be clear. Okay, and we will know God. It's in that moment, that time, that the bride is appointed to be under the chuppah with her husband. And then comes a rather cryptic sentence, which we're not going to go into. Ki az yashuv habet nun liot samach kimel v'amem ein bet. Okay, and all that means is all the worlds will go up. Okay, the consciousness of the worlds will go up because we will all be able to see God clearly, not like it is now. So the consciousness of all the worlds will raise up. And therefore it's, it's designated as a following day. And a new bridal canopy. And the tzadikim in that time will be designated as the children of the chupa. She said halaan b'oraita. שאין בהם עשייה, כי אז נאמר, ומלאה הארץ דעה את השם. And then the tzadikim won't be like making the Torah, they will just be occupying themselves in the Torah, because they won't have to um, go through faith, but it will, also the Torah will be open. Okay, so much of the Torah is, is, is cryptic for us. We don't understand why this is permitted and why this is forbidden. Why this is good, why this is bad. All of it will be open, okay, and revealed and clear. We will all have this, okay, in the inner meaning of, and then the world will be filled with the knowledge of the Lord, like the water covers the sea. And Isaiah carries on to say, and no man will have to ask his his brother, you know, to teach him about God, but all will know him. Because the knowledge of God will be open and clear to all. Since these righteous ones, through their good deeds, will raise up the consciousness of the worlds. But nevertheless, the tzadikim will draw on their emunah, on their faith, okay? Yo'ahim here is referring to, to the faith, 
from the time when they, from the past. In other words, they've reached the Gemara Tikkun, it's all open, it's all clear, it's like knowledge already. Nevertheless, they choose faith. I'll explain that in a minute. They're designated as if they're making a new chupa. And therefore, they're called B'nai Chupata, the children of the wedding canopy. Now, what does this mean, choosing faith? When we're in the night and we don't see God, we only have one choice. And that is to come to God through faith because there isn't anything else available. We have to go through faith. There's no other option. When we're in the Geula, in the redemption, we have actually a choice. We can go to God through knowledge or we can go to God through faith. And it's at that moment that the Tzadikim say, even though I could receive from God all that he's giving me, nevertheless, I still choose faith. And that shows that my faith is a true choice. Because when you've got no choice, you do it because that's the only, you know, you've got no alternative. But when you've got two choices and you still choose it, then you're, then you're showing God that you love to come to give to God and you love to give to him. And you don't care what you receive from him because all you want to do is to give to him. And this is the inner meaning of Vyaminu Bashem of Moshe Avdo. That the people of Israel, or children of Israel, when they came out of Egypt and they saw the Egyptians drowned in the, in the sea and they sang the song, it says, and they believed in in God and in Moses, his servant. Now, what is the great meaning of that belief? If the meaning is, is that they'd seen the tremendous miracle that happened on the Red Sea. They were delivered from certain death and destruction by an open miracle of God. They saw God, they saw the hand of God, and yet they chose the way of faith. Okay. And this was considered a great mitzvah that the children of Israel did on the shores of the Red Sea, that they followed God and Moses in the way of faith, even though they had the, the, the redemption, they had the gu'ula at the Yam Suf. So again, in the Gemara Tikkun, the Tzadikim who build the new chuppah are choosing the way of faith. Okay. Vaperushasheni, I'm carrying on, and the second explanation who, Asheleel Shavuot Nikra Leila Dekala Itchabrat Baala. The night of Shavuot is designated as the night in which the bride joins with her husband. Because then she is appointed to be on the following day 
under the chuppah with her husband. So the second explanation is that the night of the of Shavuot is called the night of the bride in which the bride joins with her husband. And then she's appointed to be on that following day under the chuppah of her husband. Dahainu biyom Shavuot. That is the day of Shavuot. Shuyom kabalata Torah. Which is the day of the receiving of the Torah. Omnam huinyan echad mamash but it is one subject completely with the first explanation. For the day of the re- receiving of the Torah was already the aspect of the finish of the Tikkun. Basod bala hamavet lenetzach, umacha shem lohim dim'a me'al kol panim. In the inner meaning of, he swallowed up death forever, and the Lord God wiped tears from all faces. Kemosh darshu chazal ala pasuk, charut ala luchot, just as the sages explained the verse, Engraven on the tablets, Al tikri charut ela cherut. Don't read engraven, but read freedom. Ki ba'a cherut mimalachamavet. For it brings freedom from the angel of death. Ela mechamat chet ha'egel, chazru v'kukulut ha'tikun. But because of the sin of the golden calf, they... Uh, messed up the tikkun. So we see that the essence of the receiving of the day of receiving the Torah is one essence with that of the Gemara tikkun. Vendimtsa, Shebalayla Kodem Kabalata Torah. We find that on the night before the receiving of the Torah, all the interaction between the lights and the vessels, which took place in the days when God was hidden, are finished. And therefore, that night is designated as the night in which the bride joins with her husband. And she is invited to be on the following day under the chupa with her husband, which is the festival of Shavuot. On which is finished the tikkun in freedom from the angel of death. And it is the time when the tzaddikim, through their good deeds, make a new wedding canopy for the bride. 
and it's more comfortable for me to continue this explanation according to our first explanation. But whoever is interested to do so can copy these words for the Dev Shavuot, because it is one essence. So, Rabbi Ashtag tells us that the essence of the day of Shavuot is identical with the essence of the Gemara Tikkun, with the Gu'ula, with the redemption. Okay, when all the Tikkunim are finished. Okay, and he says, Yom Kabbalat Torah is the Gemara Tikkun, Besod Bala Hamavet Lenetzach, though death is swallowed up forever. Now, it's not talking about physical death. It's talking about separation from God. When a person is connected with God, he's called alive, life, because he's connected with the source of all life. And when he's separated from God, he's considered as death, because he's separated from God. Okay, and so the Rashaim, Bachayehim Nikoim Meitim, the wicked in their lifetime are called dead. Okay. Umacha Hashem Lohim Dima Me'al Kupanim. And in that time, God wipes away the tears from all faces. God's, the, the death is swallowed up forever. Okay. And that's exactly because of the kohot of the Torah, because we received the Torah on that day. And when it says that the uh, words of God were engraved on the tablets, it's referring to the luchot uh, the tablets of stone which Moshe bought, on, which God uh, engraved on with his finger on Mount Sinai. The sages taught, don't say engraved say freedom because it's through the Torah we get freedom from this separation mm. now what was the kilkul of the Cheta Egel the, I heard Rav Gottlieb explain recently that the Cheta Egel the, the sin of the golden calf is not what it seems on the surface and they weren't so stupid you know, they'd just seen the great miracles that God had wrought for them are coming out of Egypt, the Red Sea. Uh, uh, they saw the hand of God. It's the meaning of the golden calf is that they wanted to continue to see God through knowledge. Whereas Moses is teaching the way of faith. And that was the kilkul of the, of the golden calf. They, they had a, a very, very, very high knowledge of God. And they wanted to continue that. But the way which God has given to us is the way of faith. And we have to believe... Rav Ashlag talks about this a lot, that we have to believe that the way of faith is the right way.
that God, we have to have faith in the way of faith. Okay? However much we want the knowledge of God, and we do want it, nevertheless we have to put that aside and go the way of faith. And that's the right way. That's the, that's the way that God's given us. That somehow or other, despite all that we see, everything comes from God and everything is good. And this we can only really get through the through the support and the and the um, of the learning of Torah and the practice of the mitzvot. I have to wish you Chag Sameach because I have to go. Yes, my love, Chag Sameach. Thank you. Yes, yeah. thank okay. you. Okay, Chag Sameach. It was beautiful. Baruch Hashem. Yeah. Baruch Hashem. Good. 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 Thank you, Yida. Yeah, you're very, very, very welcome.